this podcast we review the slides of the male reproductive system. In this first slide of the testis, you have cross-sections of seminiferous tubules that contain developing germ cells. You can identify groups of acidophilic interstitial cells of Leydig between the seminiferous tubules. Here in a cross-section through seminiferous tubules, you can identify Sertoli cells, the nuclei of which display prominent nucleoli. You can identify spermatogonial cells, the thin arrow, and primary spermatocytes, which are the largest of the spermatocytes, and spermatids at the thick arrows. These are at various stages of development. In this section through the seminiferous tubule, you can identify spermatogonia, primary spermatocytes, early spermatids, which appear as uh, rounded dark nuclei, and late spermatids. You can note the Sertoli cells, and they have prominent nucleoli, and the nucleus is, in the Sertoli cells is oriented in a basal to apical plane within the tubule. In these cross-sections of seminiferous tubules, you can identify a row of three spermatogonia in the upper center of the slide along the base of this seminiferous tubule. Adjacent to these are several primary spermatocytes by pycnotic nuclei of the spermatids with cytoplasmic masses attached. Flattened nuclei in the interstitial space represent either fibroblasts or myoepithelial cells. Spermatozoa are also seen in the upper right of the field. Here you can identify spermatogonia, primary spermatocytes, spermatids at various stages in development, and Sertoli cells. In these profiles of seminiferous tubules, you can identify the interstitial cells of Leydig between the seminiferous tubules. And of course, these Leydig cells are the cells that secrete testosterone. Here's a profile of the efferent ductules. You can note the ciliated, tall, and short epithelium of the efferent ductules. In this profile through the epididymis, you can see that the mucosa is lined by a pseudostratified columnar epithelium that contains unusually tall cells with stereocilia. Note the thin muscularis and the presence of masses of spermatozoa in the lumen of these tubules. This slide and the next one are profiles of the epididymis. You can identify basal cells, columnar cells, and stereocilia in the pseudostratified epithelium. You can also note the spermatozoa that is stored in these tubules. You should review the ultrastructure and function of stereocilia. Here's a profile through the vas deferens, the inner and outer longitudinal and middle circular layer of smooth muscle is characteristic of the vas deferens that clearly are delineated here. The mucosa is highly folded and consists of a thin lamina propria covered by a pseudostratified columnar epithelium containing some cells with stereocilia. Here's a profile through the ampulla of the vas deferens. The prominent muscular wall of the vas deferens is evident. The presence of many obliquely oriented muscle bundles sometimes complicates the delineation of the three muscle layers in the vas deferens. The mucosa is also highly folded, more so than in the proximal regions. 
The seminal vesicle shown here is an outpocketing of the vas deferens, and it's a convoluted sac-like organ, shares many features with the vas deferens, including a prominent muscularis and a highly folded mucosa lined by pseudostratified columnar epithelium. The muscularis of the seminal vesicle is thinner than that of the vas deferens, and it lacks a distinct triple layering, even though you can sometimes see the inner circular and outer longitudinal layers of the smooth muscle. In addition, epithelial cells of the mucosa often contained lipofuction that tends to increase with age. While the organ possesses only a single lumen, it may appear to have several because of the highly convoluted nature of the mucosa. Note the irregularly shaped channels or crypts resulting from the complex folding of the mucosa of this organ. Here's a low-power view of the prostate gland. You can observe the irregularly shaped lumens of this tubulo-alveolar gland. And the stroma is rich in smooth muscle. A little bit higher power view of the prostate gland. You can note the large amount of smooth muscle in the stroma. The epithelial lining of the mucosa is usually simple or pseudostratified columna, although occasionally it may appear to be simple cuboidal or even squamous. Again, a higher power view of the prostate gland, characterized by a stroma rich in smooth muscle and an irregular or sometimes highly variable epithelium surrounding irregularly shaped lumens. Again, the prostate gland observed the simple columnar or pseudostratified columnar epithelium of the mucosa. Here in the prostate gland, you can observe the concretions, also known as corpora amylatia, in the lumens of the glands. These deposits of secretory material, carbohydrate and protein, usually have a layered appearance, and they tend to increase in number and size with age. Frequently, the concretions become calcified, thereby forming calculi. This section shows a portion of the male urethra and erectile tissue of the corpus cavernosum or spongiosum. The epithelial lining of this portion of the urethra is usually stratified or pseudostratified columna, but it also can be highly variable. The erectile tissue consists of irregular venous sinuses supported by trabecula composed of fibroelastic connective tissue and smooth muscle. Again, a higher magnification of the erectile tissue. You can identify endothelium lying the venous sinuses and the connective tissue of the trabecula.